Hello, and welcome to episode 489 of the League Rundown, brought to you by the Trinity Force Network. This is the first official full off-season episode uh, post-Thanksgiving, post-Worlds. We've had two little fun ones before this, but this is our first real big bang off-season one, and it's lovingly entitled Rapid Roster Rundown. Try to say that three times fast. Rapid Roster Rundown. Rapid Roster Rundown. Rapid Roster Rundown. Yeah, it wasn't actually that hard, huh? No, it was not easy. Maybe like 10 times. Okay. I bet by 10 times you might well, fuck Well, we're going to lose half the audience if I do that, so let's just keep <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'm your host. Judging by mm-hmm. the audience mm-hmm. in the Discord, they would love that. Yeah. Uh, we'll save it for the end. Our most vocal audience members are really into <laughs> our <laughs> dumb shit. Uh, I'm your host, Sean Jigglyduff Duffy. I'm joined today by four esteemed co-hosts. We have the gradually becoming more present, Jack Zoman. Does that really count when I missed literally the last episode? Uh, I don't remember anything that happened last week. We had too much going on. So, yes. By the way, twitch.tv slash Jack Zoman. Come watch me get a higher rank than Duffy. Uh, okay. That was not true yesterday for about 40 minutes. <laughs> uh, I went up and down very quickly. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey. Live from his own bedroom. It's King's Cass. I'm not confident that i'm gonna end higher than duffy at this point so i i was gonna talk smack <laughs> but i was like i probably should hold my tongue <laughs> uh, i need to play a little bit more let's see how far i can drop don't worry <laughs> uh, emerald four is not that far away the other direction uh hey uh he's in the can but here he is he's with us it's badger i cannot tell you the last time i actually played solo queue so i have been playing alan wake too mm. and there is a rock that's not even ranked and, that, and there is a rock opera section in it. If you haven't played the game, it's fantastic. I recommend it. I mean, I assumed that just based on having played Control. Yeah. So, as you know, old gods of Asgard make yes. a return. And it, it it's fantastic. It's brilliant. For, for, for well, listeners who don't know what we're us, talking about. So we're moving on. No, no, no. No idea what's if happening. If you have no idea what we're talking about, you should play Control. It was like the best game of 2019. Mm. It's a great game. It was really good. As long as your PC can actually play it. So just be aware of that. It is aggressive in its usage. Yeah, I'm not touching that <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, it will toast you and your room. <laughs> That's <house>. me. <laughs> as a yes. person, as an individual. Yes. Correct. The first fight, and you will just instantly be charred. Yep. I'm ready. Uh, hey, we got him back. He's with us this time uh, to preach the good word of LPL, at least until the end of the year, and we got to restart everything. It's Mizell. Hello. Uh, unfortunately, LPL uh, contracts and stuff don't don't get done until like the end of December. So you know we're we're looking we're we're, You're we're free sitting agent. around for a while. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, no, but it's exciting to see all the developments uh, in LCS and LEC. So I'm excited. Hell yeah! All right, gentlemen. Uh, this is going to be uh, a very mm, I don't want to say quick episode, but it might be a pretty quick one. 
Uh, for everyone listening, we're going to just talk about a little bit of news. It was Thanksgiving last week, um, but it was also the first week of Open Contract Database. If you tuned in for a live episode or listened to it on your own time, uh, we did try to do a, hey, day of, all the contracts are open, people can sign stuff. And we basically came up with nothing because no one was really ready. We, we had, had a handful. Great idea, Jonathan. <laughs> Am yeah, I right? Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Kamikaze, platypus, ugh. Ridiculous. <laughs> we'll have him back on the show later um, <laughs> to redeem himself. We, we, hey, we had some we had some great conversations. I will say we did. It was, uh, it was actually we really did. cool. And we learned about a player named Duty, or at least I did. So that was important to me. I don't know why I don't remember that part, but I must have blacked out at some moment. It was like at the very end. I found one thing that was remotely interesting. Oh was, right, uh, you did like the stupid bait uh-huh. switch. You know, go listen to the episode yeah. so you can be mad at Duffy with me. That was really annoying. <laughs> It was all I got to do the entire episode. Just hit refresh, find this funny thing, and then move mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah, so if you tune into that, this is going to be a little bit of an update from that. We do have a few confirmations, but before we get there, we have some news from around the world. Riot News in the LEC studio. There's been a bit of an update. We got a, a teaser from Riot themselves. They also put out a small article talking about the fact that the Berlin studio for the LEC is going to be configured next year such that both Valorant and League of Legends can be played professionally on the same day. There seems to even be some question marks about whether it's the same time. That studio might be expanding. It's really unclear from exactly what I've read or seen, um, but that could be great as Valorant is growing and as League is, or League as Riot is trying to push for the growth of Valorant, especially in Counter-Strike's really home zone of EU. Uh, there's the total possibility that it Valorant itself begins to get priority, just like Valorant over here in North America is getting priority. Um, and it seems that LEC is pushing back and may get some of their own space and may not have to worry quite as much as the LCS has had to. Um, so fingers crossed for that. We haven't heard anything else, really. We don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're scheduling out for Valorant. I doubt it. Um, there's no scheduling out yet for LEC. So big shrugs. No one really knows. Hopefully we hear soon because at least LEC does have a commissioner. The <laughs> Fair. Wow. Uh, the f- interesting thing is that on the podcast, uh, the live episode that we did, um, referencing back to that, we talked about like what it would mean if LCS went back to weekends because that was kind of a rumor going around, um, and the potential of well, you know, on s- traditional network television, y- you'll have you know, I don't, I think the example was like s- soccer or golf in the morning and then football in the evening on the same channel. So you could theoretically. If the schedules align, you could run one after the other. Um, I'm wondering if they would do something like that over in LEC, if that's the goal for the studio. Or being able to broadcast two different shows at the same time from the same studio would be wild, but also maybe that would also uh, be one of the plans they have. I think it's more likely that they have to do one after the other, because uh, that would just be a lot of redundant equipment if their goal is to double if, up. Yeah, if I remember in the article, it said like, I remember it referencing a remote broadcast and a live broadcast at the same time. I would be interested if they would do two live broadcasts, uh, but it all depends, I guess, what kind of space they have. Mm. We'll find out. It's gonna. It's a lot of question marks. All this is question marks, right? Um, so, just fingers crossed, it works out for our league brethren in the LEC. 
Uh, speaking of league brethren, uh, some got a lot closer than others just a couple of days ago. The PCS, the LCO, this year, uh, their qualification for both of these regions to make it to Worlds actually went through the same path. PCS playoffs and LCO playoffs um, essentially created a pathway where they had to play each other and the top two seeds um, from both leagues combined got to go to Worlds. So only two out of the combination of these two leagues um, got to attend even just play-ins. And now the LJL has been thrown into the mix. So whereas Oceania several years ago lost their direct spot to Worlds, it seems that LJL is going to have the exact same thing happen to them. The upside for both regions is that they still do have a path to Worlds for their best teams. The downside is they have to go through essentially the strongest minor region in PCS in order to do so, uh, which is really, really tough. Uh, unfortunately, though, results for both of these regions really haven't shown, at least at a Worlds level, um, that they can do any better than PCS. Um, that they deserve maybe their own shot, as they already have. And apparently, other extenuating circumstances uh, are also dictating some changes here. I'm going to guess that the LJL is either losing funding or losing studio space or both or multiple parts of this. Um, and this creates a, uh, a better pathway for them um, and for the league, at least in terms of costs. But who really knows? LJL has been the same fucking team every goddamn year anyway. They'll just end up in the PCS playoffs, probably end up losing, and we'll still see the top two or potentially even top three members of the PCS league uh, advance, depending upon how many seeds are now given to this combination. This uh, combo, Pizza Hut, um, KFC, Taco Bell. Yeah. What the hell is combo? Have you never seen those? I've never seen that, and I'm offended. You that live you in Los Angeles, I've never bro. Seen up on the same level as those nationally recognized chains. I need you to understand how frustrating that's fair. That is. Okay, that's that's fair. Right. I understand that. I, Jax, I know you're so. I, I was gonna say, like, I find it weird <laughs> that with this change, both Japan and Oceania somehow still are higher tier leagues than Turkey, which doesn't even have a a, a path to worlds at all period which is just weird to me i think turkey has had some yes. had specifically major funding issues like yeah. major funding issues i know and so getting is turkey not part of EMEA, the emea they're part of emea now. they're they're uh but they get EU to go masters to EU masters the highest instead of worlds. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. and that's what's weird to me because turkey was consistently like one of the best minor regions and then they were just gone mm -hmm. and Seems weird for the bad minor regions to get this instead, where they're not fully gone. And I would not be surprised if PCS just gets I, a third seed to account for this, because otherwise they have to rebalance everything for Worlds. I will say, though, I do think longevity-wise, this it, like depending if they give more Worlds spots to this, since there's three, literally three minor regions a part of it, mm -hmm. uh if in longevity it'll be good because you're actually getting competition to rival DFM and it's not just them winning every year and you have more better teams, I guess, to play from the P PCS for a lot of these players. I know LCO took it was very difficult this year. They didn't win a single game in playoffs, but I, I could see that this could be a good thing like three, four, five years from now, right? My only concern is just I still don't think they have a good practice environment for LJL because... 
the the actual PCS teams are too far away geographically for them yeah. to have just a low ping play against each other. The only people that LJL has that are close enough geographically for them to be able to scrim against are Korean teams who don't want to bother because they're fucking Japanese teams and they suck. So they get to practice against bottom tier Korean teams and Japan just because no one else has good enough ping to play against them. Yeah, and I, I've heard and understood that there's issues too with um, this is maybe a little beside the point. These three regions can't play with each other in solo queue. Yep. Like at all. Mm-hmm. It's not legally possible. The requirements in order to play on each individual server uh, in terms of um, uh, like what's required by the countries themselves, <laughs> like China and Korea specifically have their own requirements uh, in order to even have a Riot account in that server. Uh, the only one they could potentially play on is Oceania, which is pretty wide open, same as North America and EU. Um, and no one who's living in Hong Kong, Taiwan, or um, Japan is going to want to play with that ping. That's absurd. Yep. So it's, yeah, it's potentially, I think this is more of a death knell in LJL, um, but I also don't think they were really going anywhere. When the same team keeps winning, at least from the outside looking in, it's hard to tell if anyone cares um, or if there's any reason to keep tuning in. Um, maybe this knocks that team down a peg and we see a little redistribution of talent and maybe the local scene becomes more interesting. Um, Japan does have a history of um, uplifting local video game competition uh, at like the smaller level. However, that's largely been fighting games. Yep. That, mm-hmm. Fighting games are Japan's so well bread and butter for. in esports and always has been. Right, but you can make a living as like a younger, um, decent local young gun, um, and which is very difficult to do for League of Legends. Like if you're at a, an amateur, high amateur level, you are not making a living here in uh, the United States, but you could do so uh, in Japan. So I don't know. I really don't know what's going to happen there. Um, I just don't think it. Anytime you're seeing consolidation like this and removing a clean pathway to worlds, you you effectively cut off like a whole. Um, a whole bunch of enthusiasm, a whole potential audience, etc. So, I don't know. If it's what they need in order for the region itself to just survive, cool. I'm totally for it, um, and I don't know if there was any growth there anyway. And if there wasn't any growth, then alright, do this, keep them going a little bit. It could be slightly hamstrung, but at least they have a pathway, uh, instead of just getting cut out, like you said for earlier, about Turkey. Which sucks, but also I think EU Masters is probably the right place for them. Yeah. Alright. Cool. Any other thoughts, comments, concerns? No? Okay. Well, uh, hey, if you're listening to this and you have thoughts, comments, concerns about all this badger, where can people go to chat about this with other community members and ourselves? There, I got a channel mongoose. There's, there's a link in the community, to, to link to the community Discord in the mm-hmm. description of the podcast. And... Come talk about Maple and Hasha mm-hmm. and all those other PCS players that I thoroughly enjoy because I am Mongoose. Mongoose, I'm going to just mm-hmm. calm down. You're giving away more <laughs> than usual. Yeah. Yeah. Come join us. Uh, Community Discord, it's a good time uh, with the off season. <clears throat> there's a lot of off season shenanigans that occur um, solely because there's not a lot of league to actually watch, which is great. So we're going to try to do some more game nights. Uh, and. You should just be paying attention because some of our off-season shows may very well appear in the Discord. 
Uh, we might be doing some live stuff there. We've also got a brand new Twitch channel. Uh, so you should follow us at League Rundown, all one word, super easy. Um, and we'll try to throw a link if I can remember to tell Ian to do so uh, into <laughs> the uh, um, actual description here. In fact, Jax, if you could do that. I, I was going to say, so assume it. there won't be a link in the episode description. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell Ian, otherwise I'm going to forget. Um, yeah, I hadn't even created that till this year. So until a week ago, and <laughs> Kangas said, hey, what are we going to do about this? Mm. Uh, and I was like, oh, this seems good. Um, so definitely jump into the Discord. Uh, you're going to hear about a lot of the stuff. Um, we're asking for ideas as well for the off-season stuff. So if you have a really great game show you think would be awesome for podcast form, um, or you'd really like to hear people talk about a specific topic, jump into the Discord, drop your thoughts in there, um, and we will take them into consideration. Uh, speaking of, hey, patrons on our patreon thank you so much you guys rock and we're ready to reward you once again this year uh as if all the other benefits weren't enough as if getting to hear our stupid as hell uh bullshittery every week wasn't enough incentive for those of y'all who are world-class patrons who are top tier 10 bucks a month uh we're gonna get you guys involved in our off-season content now we only have so many slots we only have so many shows that we're able to fill in before the season the off-season itself ends and professional league starts up again um so it's first come first serve based on who's been patrons for longer but we don't have a huge number of world-class patrons so if you're interested in being part of our game shows if you're interested in being part of our uh, potential shark tank episodes etc Definitely make sure you sub at the world-class patron level, and I will do my best to get you in on this one. And if I can't get you in out, we'll figure out another way to get you involved. Don't worry. Um, yeah, it's super cool. It really helps the show a lot. Um, it helps Ian a lot, who's getting paid for all of his work, and he's really the guy who's um, uh, who I need to keep happy. So help me keep Ian happy this Christmas season. That's what I'm asking of all of you. And yeah, yeah, keep your eyes and ears open. Um, if you are a world-class patron, I'm going to be sending out some scheduling stuff uh, soon because uh, we might start as soon as this upcoming weekend. Uh, we've only got so much time, and I want to cram as much fun stuff in as we can. All right, speaking of cramming in some fun stuff, let's talk about these rosters mm-hmm. around the LEC and the LCS. We'll start with the LCS. Uh, Kangas. I don't know if you want to take it away. We've talked about a couple of teams last week when you were hosting the live episode. Um, you want to run through a handful of these on the top of the dock? Yeah, so it, surprise, surprise, even as of last week, I know I had like a long tangent where it's like, it's been a full 24 hours and we still don't have roster locks. Well, we still don't have every single roster lock, but some of the teams are starting to come together. Uh, in note, we do have Immortals full team. This one has gotten a little bit of... I'd say flack uh, in the fact that we have a lot of NA players that are going to be teamless, and Immortals decided to go the import-heavy route this year. It is surprising to me that they actually decided to go there, uh, especially with how much it just feels like free press you can get if you just don't (laughs) and you just pick up some of the players. Um, But clearly that is not their priority. So let's go through the roster. Uh, for Immortals, top lane, Castle, even though he was dropped from the Global Contract database. Uh, Duff, you're saying you believe that's because his name was spelled wrong, uh, not because they yes. decided to instead pick up somebody like Licorice. <laughs> uh, Armeo in the jungle. Uh, of course, Jax's notable favorite player. Uh, Mask yeah. in the mid lane, also coming over from the overseas. And then Tactical and Ole. in the bot lane. Ole back from military service and returning to professional play. 
a weird roster. Let, let's start like breaking down some of the stories of these guys. Uh, although, Jackson, I think you want to get in and, and defend yourself. I, not defend myself. Double down. Uh, okay. Since they've got our Mayo on the roster, this Immortals roster is going to manage to get 10th again this split somehow. <laughs> All right. I agree. I agree. I agree. Ooh. They deserve They 10th. deserve 10th. Like, Bro, why do you my boy Armeo like that? Come on now. <laughs> no, fuck Armeo. Mm-hmm. Wow. We are not fans of what Armeo's name used to be and why it used yes. to be that. Ah. Uh. So mm-hmm. for those who don't know at home, real quick lore lesson, and I'm sure he's grown since then. Um, Armeo's name in pro play used to be Grigne, which he has openly stated previously was just a jumbled up version of the N-word. Yep. Um, and from my understanding, Armeo is not black. So I've never I'm asked him, actually. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be corrected on that. I assume not. So for that reason, uh, yeah, it doesn't have a lot of fans for the personal side, but from the gameplay side, he has still been around the scene. Oh, yeah. Um, was playing for Evil Geniuses in the summer, was playing in the Academy scene before that uh, for Team Liquid, won back-to-back splits. So he's proven he's still like above the Academy challenger level. He is an LCS caliber player, but not known for necessarily being the carry of a team. So who's going to be the carry tactical coming into his third year post slump, um, notable for the 2020 kind of like huge come up year where that summer is like, Oh my God, he's the clear, you know, rookie of the, of the split rookie of the year, uh, kind of replaced double if popped off and then never really l- achieved the same level of success. Once he moved on post team liquid, even the last, uh, split on team liquid was a little rough. So almost feels like tactical might be towards the end of his, you know, rope of teams giving him a chance. And we've had other 80 carries have similar timelines of, oh, they only get so many years before then they're dropped. I'm looking at players like Alltech. I'm looking at players like um, Wild uh, Turtle. Wild, Wild well, Turtle the Wild somehow Turtles, got he so keeps many years. Jobs. Yeah, but that man got a pentakill in his first game. I feel like people just keep looking <laughs> back yeah. to that. Yeah, uh, did you know Wild Turtle Steve, got a pentakill Steve, in when his was game? that? <laughs> that was... When, when was that? 2013? <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. I believe it was 2014. That was 2013. Yes, it was almost a, it was a decade ago. I just won Jeopardy. Uh, I, I, I will count that as one point when we go into the Jeopardy episode because I got that one right. Um, Gentlemen who are, everyone who's listening, he needs yeah, that. Notably, I, I have ended in negative. He needs that point desperately. Surprisingly, <laughs> he's already lost points since he just did that answer too. So. I, I will say. <laughs> Remarkably. At least the Jeopardy I'm preparing, I'm trying to prepare one that we will have someone end in the positives. Nice. All That's right. the goal well, in designing it. <laughs> it won't be Steve. That's the key. <laughs> it won't be this roster either because Ole and the oh. lane as well as supporting coming back after a long stint Let's away. Go. I have very low expectations nice. for him as a player. And I know nothing about Castle and Mask other than I hope they speak the language and that they can all communicate to each other because we've seen rosters, even the top tier rosters, really I... struggle when they are not able to do that. Mm. I don't understand why this roster was put together this way. Immortals did announce they had a cool video with their coach coming in. Sharks, was that his name? Sharks. So he was with FlyQuest. He was over in Europe uh, before that. Um, And he seems like a very fun guy. I liked his kind of philosophy of, oh, you know, the the teams, you want your players to practice. You want to make practice enjoyable. You want to make sure the team environment is positive and people are having fun. So that way they're enjoying the process of learning and it's low, lower stress. But I just, 
I'm seeing a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different personalities, and a lot of synergy that needs to be built uh, in order for this team to succeed. So I would comfortably say Immortals is 10th place, uh, and I know that it's an 18 league. <laughs> They're 10th by virtue, for me, of completely wasting resources on their solo lanes. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why are you importing anyone right now, given what's happening? Why are you importing people who apparently, from what I can tell, don't speak English? Um, and why are you importing people who aren't even, like, good? For the record, I have no idea uh, if there is a language barrier or not. That's just always a concern when I see players come over, but mm -hmm. I, I've not seen information confirming or denying. But, uh, so I don't want to, like, stoke rumors or anything there. It's just the bigger thing is that there's a lot of players that have opportunities uh, or that will not have opportunities that are on the market and could be given mm -hmm. these opportunities. Yeah. And I think mm -hmm. players that are absolutely deserving of it as well. So... This one kind of hurts yeah. from the like local NA perspective, but it also is just confusing. And like uh, these, it's just the the what third year in a row, Immortals is bringing in like EMEA talent, bringing in tier two players from other regions. It's just like, uh, well, why can't we just develop and our where own? That, where's that gotten them? Huh? They are they are actually legitimately in danger from Riot. If they perform poorly again, well, they they like already they are now. They they are at yes. the the limit right now. Yep. Or, and I, I don't know. If, this should not be enough. I think to convince Riot that they have a viable game plan going forward, because this there's nothing here that says, oh, this makes sense. Like the only hope they have is that Riot specifically put in the rule book that it was ninth and tenth place finishes and not last place finishes. <laughs> That's actually pretty like, funny. Uh, <laughs> and without a commissioner, no one is going to even read that. Uh, I highly doubt the last commissioners read that either. So who knows? Yeah, no one else is going to you know stick out their neck for them. So um, yeah, I don't know. We spent way too long talking about them, but in in our defense, this is probably the most we will talk about the Immortals yeah, roster. Yeah. All 2024. And we also haven't talked too much about LEC roster, so we can kind of speed through some of the LCS ones. Uh, I'm just starting with them. Yeah, you want to you want to run top through the list? Go through. Sure. Yeah. So 100 Thieves. We also have the full team here um, that was announced. They made a video that spent about 75% of the video thanking the past roster, and then 25% of the video quickly speeding through the current roster. Uh, but it was cool to see a lot of the NACL clips and stuff that we had of the players. Sniper, River, Quid, Meech, Ayla. So. Uh, Sniper is immediately going to be the one that a lot of people will like think, oh, I've heard that name before, or I know that uh, I know something about this player. He hit Challenger at 12, has been on a lot of teams' radars uh, since then, and now he is finally eligible to play. Age requirements have been reached, and he can be in the LCS. Wish him the best of luck, and hopeful that he is able to rise to the pr uh, insane pressure that has been put on this kid. Uh, I think expectations are unreasonably high, uh, based on kind of the lore, the mythos that's been built around this kid. I feel like this is the most hype we've seen about a 17-year-old coming into a league since Reckless was underaged and became eligible He's, to become okay, a, this a, is, a pro player. Yeah. Okay, so we have the NA bias on here right now. Uh, the K-Core AD carry coming up has been on a general sniper kind of trajectory as well. And we can talk about that later Calista. on. Castile, yeah. Is like been a prodigy since he was like 14. He's 17 right now. Everyone's counting down the days until he can play in LEC next year. 
But yeah, I I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Because while I'm thinking like, okay, rookie year, he's been this highly touted player for a long time. Who is his top lane opponent? The, like, what opposition does he have top lane? Sniper? If, yeah. Castle. Like, Castle, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got the Honestly, Castle might not be bad. Fudge, she Doak, was in Casey Impacts, Challengers, you know? but that's, a, that's for a story for another time. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Sniper, he's a great mechanical player. He still has a lot to learn from pro play. That's the general consensus that I have or perception that I have from him from his time in NACL. Uh, he did sub out in summer going into playoffs uh, for health reasons uh, and then didn't play through playoffs. So hopefully he's in good form. River coming in from Golden Guardians. Um, 100 Thieves and Golden Guardians just continually swap players around, I suppose, but that will not continue <laughs> as Golden Guardians do not exist anymore. Um, Quid returning and then Meech and Ayla. Very exciting. Meech just won NACL summer split on Disguised Toast's team. Uh, him and uh, Masu are the two uh, AD carries I'm most excited about to to get promoted. I'm happy that both are getting promoted. And then Ayla uh, got promoted last year. Did not look particularly good on FlyQuest. Um, and really struggled at the LCS level despite being second place in our most viable prospect votes. It was tightly contested between him and Busio. Uh, so hopefully he is going to show us a, a leveled up version. I've, I think, it, was it Jonathan? Yeah, it was Jonathan on the episode talking about um, he highly values putting a veteran support with a rookie AD carry. But the problem is that we aren't creating veteran supports. Like, our, our mm. system is not allowing supports the ability to fail and learn and grow. Everybody's just role-swapping to support, or we just keep the same supports around for a decade, or we import. Uh, so I actually am excited for somebody like Ayla to kind of follow the potential footsteps of Vulcan. I think Busio as well has a potential um, to be like, look, that you can actually succeed as an NA support. Or I guess Ayla technically Os, but, you know, he, he got grandfathered in with the... Uh, the residency or the not import slot rule. So he's ours. He's ours. Mm -hmm. Hmm. This is also the first year that a hundred thieves will not be, um, fielding a single player from their championship winning roster. True. So this is the very Bye -bye first split that that's happening. Yeah. Uh, maybe for good reason. He was struggling mm -hmm. last year for sure. Um, nice little reset for 100 Thieves. We'll see if they can actually uh, do what they need to, which is a ton of growth needed from this whole team. Uh, River's a great pick, and he's coming over with the strategic coach from um, Golden Guardians. So he's going to have some familiarity, and River, when he's on form, is an excellent game-changing and game-running jungler. Uh, and the uh, addition, or the actually really, you know, the promotion of Golden Glue here to the head coach is awesome. Yeah. So we'll, We'll be watching this entire roster, at least myself, with great interest. Um, not expecting a heck of a lot in spring um, or winter or whatever we end up getting, uh, but hopeful for something really awesome in summer. Um, playoff would be great, <laughs> although who knows? If it's an eight-team playoff, everyone fucking makes it. I don't know what's going on. Uh, speaking of uh, coaches getting promoted as well, um, next team is Team Liquid. Spawn in for head coach. Uh, he has been steering the ship for their Academy Challenger roster for two years. He is the responsible party for... Well, I guess the players played the games, but he is the one that brought them from the notable like 10th place finish two uh, first place finishes uh, when he came in to start coaching their developmental team. Uh, one back-to-back -back splits with uh, the Jan, Ayla, Armeo, um, uh, 
Bradley and Harry roster. So a lot of those players did move up. Uh, Bradley still kind of <laughs> stuck in the Challengers League, uh, but hopefully he's able to make that jump soon. But either way, Spawn has been responsible for a lot of players getting promoted. It's exciting to see him and talking to him. Mazel, I know you've talked to him as well. He just like... He's the type of guy that I would want for a coach because he's the holistic kind of coach. He knows a lot about the game. He's been a pro player. He's been a shoutcaster, an analyst. But he's also got this kind of like military drill sergeant type of yeah. personality where it's like, yes, sir, like I will follow your instructions. I do wonder, though, how that fits in with an LCS training environment because I think at the level he was at, that's perfect, right? These are younger kids who are growing through a lot of different changes and things like that in their environments and especially the play. So I do wonder how that transitions to an LCS environment, but I think if anybody can do it, he can do it. And I think yeah. it can be a really powerful thing if everybody buys into it. But that's always the conversation that comes up is... It's really hard to get every LCS player on a team to buy into something the same, right? And we'll find out if, like, once again, this is another experiment of trying to do it the way the Korean coaches work, right? Like, this is the CV Max specialty of you're going to do what I fucking say, when I say, and you're going to ask me how high. That's it. Yeah. When I say jump, you're going to just, that's all you get to ask. Um, and we've seen so many problems with the egos in LCS. From my if someone's going to make it work, it could be here. Yeah. And it could be Spawn with this team. From my perspective, Spawn is like the closest to an LCK coach style. And I've never communicated or like interacted with an LCK coach. It's just all the rumors I hear of how they operate. Spawn's like the closest equivalent that we would have in NA to that. Um, I have heard Impact in particular is a player that it can be very difficult to coach in terms of getting him to do something he doesn't agree with. Um, he's kind of set in his ways as a player. Uh, and if you have, you know, Core JJ, Umti coming in. If CoreJJ is on the team, he's like the only player that is not confirmed at this point, um, then maybe that's where the pain point would be. But I'm excited for Spawn, at least with APA Yon, because those are two players that he coached for you know a long time, and now he's going to be coaching them again at the LCS level. I think that that is a recipe for success at the bare minimum. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. Cool. Um, do wanna, do, should we talk about Summit, since we were talking about Team Liquid? <laughs> 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 yeah, I think we should, because uh, it's a fun it's place to, uh, to talk about this. <laughs> Bong! My favorite player in the history of the game. Sorry, Aphromoo. I saw one picture of Bong, and my Gosh. loyalty immediately changed. Uh, the man with the neck of a god is out from R7, and Summit is actually going to LLA to play for the seven-colored rainbow. I believe yeah. that's our official title. <laughs> it is now. It, sure. Mm -hmm. The upside for this is this is probably an easy path to a world's spot for Summit. LLA top laners are n really, really poor as a general rule. They've had some solid junglers. They've had some okay mid laners and some slightly above that 80 carries. The rest of the pool is a, it's just not very good. Uh, in the LLA as Let well. Let me tell you, though. So he... Yeah? Okay. One I'm, I'm ready split, for it. One year of uh -huh. Bong getting experience yeah. against Summit. I think Bong's mm -hmm. coming back, baby. I think he's going <laughs> to... This is like his his uh, you know his training arc, his time chamber he's entering. Bong is he's, playing in Europe. Bong's in Turkey. Damn it. Europe. I, he yeah. did just already. tell me that before we, 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 we mentioned that in the pre-show. <laughs> I made an entire bong stand to Nople joke. I already forgot about it. 
it's okay. so oh, much funnier man. for Kangas to have forgotten about it than of any of the actual jokes that were made. A hundred percent. That's a good point. Absolutely true. Oh, but in order to fully understand the reference, you should subscribe to the Patreon. You know what? Yeah, let's just move on past that. Okay. Uh, should we just go to LEC teams? Let's just go to LEC teams. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah, let's just look through it. Um Shopify Rebellion, we haven't heard really anything from um, at all. We think they I don't have even know if they're playing at this point, right? Like, <laughs> what, what if we just hit spring and they're like, oh, psych. Actually, the most recent not roster rumor we've even heard for them is that Wild Turtle is going to be a streamer for yeah. them. <laughs> like, that's we it. Heard we heard that Tomio was going right. to be a sub. Yeah, that's true. So now they have two I subs. I mean, fake guy B-Boy Zazel makes sense for this team, just given... The uh, all the dumb shit, the dumb shit that could possibly come with this roster. I mean, this is the I same love team. Three of these players. Is, I don't want to spend yeah, time yeah, on this because yeah, yeah. we don't we don't really know anything else. I was just trying to to make light yeah. uh, very briefly. Um, Dignitas, we've already talked about this a little bit last week. Cloud Nine fully announced. We actually, I think we got to talk about that on the Wednesday episode, uh, so our second episode last week. So cool stuff. But yeah, let's head over to the LEC where we've got a full ten teams to cover. Uh, and unfortunately, not really that much more solidified. There's so little There's confirmed. a little bit more. Yeah, it's so annoying. Once again, both regions seem to be waiting to confirm rosters. My sincerest hope is that teams have already been decided, which, if the rumor mill is uh, correct, is true. Teams are already set pretty much entirely in the LEC, uh, but we just haven't actually heard any confirmations. My assumption is that this is simply waiting for right approval. And once that all comes through, it's going to be like a dam bursting open. Everyone's going to get approval around the same time. And it's all just going to come out probably in like a week or two. Or with our luck, it will happen tomorrow. You, you know what I just sure. realized? Mm -hmm. I don't know how much of an effect this has, but this would be the first offseason in my memory that we're in an offseason without a commissioner. I wonder if there is some kind of bottleneck of approvals because I did see Cloud9 tweet out like a meme of like the warrior fighting the giant and the warriors like LCS announcements mm -hmm. and the giant is pi right, uh, pending riot approval. Yeah, so I saw that. I could, maybe that's like a hint. I, I could be reading into it too much, but it, it could be a hint that like the approval process is just taking longer. That doesn't explain LEC though because uh, from what we can see from an external perspective, things seem to be still operating there. Yeah. Yeah, totally valid. Um, I think we're going to hear a lot of stuff in the coming months and years about how exactly not really having a commissioner in the LCS uh, fucked up a lot of stuff. Uh, but LEC, um, hey, Mizell, you want to talk about these at all? I know you, you got a little affinity for the LEC, but you're mostly a, a knackle guy. I just want to give you, you know, your, your uh, chance I like, to shine. I, I like reacting, you know, I like hearing some of this stuff. Hell yeah. Mm. Okay, all right. Well, uh, hey, react to this. Hmm. Excel. Keeping Odo Omne, Peach and Patrick. Peaches, peaches, peaches. Yeah. It's just not the same, man. Like, <laughs> no, it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> uh, I miss Dayhar. I'm really happy to hear that Odo Omne was staying. I think he was really strong. And I think he's shown that he deserves to at least have a shot on one of the teams for LEC because consistently being able to be this top player when he's been playing for so long. Like I remember when I actually used to follow LEC. And I used to watch Odo Omne all the time. and uh, mm -hmm. It's really nice to see him keep going. Yeah, hopefully this works out. Um, we're hearing rumors of Jackie's mid and Ignar's support. We talked about this before, but it's only rumors. We don't really know. 
Uh, Fnatic, this one we've got a lot of confirmations, or at least roster, or excuse me, roster, um, contracts that are still existing. We got Oscar Rinnan, Razork, Humanoid Noah, so that all sticking around, but they've dropped Trimby. We know that for certain, and the question is who's going to actually be replacing him right now? The rumor appears to be June. I don't remember who this is. I think this is an EU Masters player. He may even have been on the winning team uh, he last is split. He LCK Challengers support, I believe. Let me take a look Great. That's going to go super well with Dude, Noah. The LCK right? like, it's got to be the idea there. Clean. Yeah, it is they interesting. So... So part of me is thinks that's accurate, but part of me thinks like Castle was benched. Like Castle well, yeah, was benched like the, in KT Challengers, but like fruits. Yeah. So June was actually playing in the actual LCK for a little bit. He was the starting support for the Kwangdong Freaks and then got benched in July. So per- perfect hmm. player for L- you see them. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yes. Um, I think did did we? I think we looked at it, and he and Noah had actually never played before, like played together. They have not. Um, yeah, which was an interesting. Like, if you were to go grab someone from the LCK who maybe had struggled to find success on the main stage. I could see that being a little bit more acceptable if it was a player that no one knew and trusted, uh, but to have it be someone who's hasn't shown an ability to perform at the highest level, and you're just popping them over here because I guess language. Um, that seems insane to me, but what do I know? Uh, Fnatic has made other roster changes that worked mm. phenomenally. Um, we'll see if this is the same. They need to unlock Noah a lot more this year if they want to find greater success throughout 2024 and into Worlds. Uh, he was such a big part of their win. I do wonder if they made any push to get Ignar themselves. Do we hear? Because I heard rumors that a lot of LEC teams were looking at Ignar and that his price was actually kind of high considering you know Not making surprised. it to Worlds, making such a yeah. deep run. Um, I'm, I, I don't know if Fnatic made a push for him too, but it kind of would have made sense if they had. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. And then it would surprise me even more that Excel is the team that picked him up, although maybe they just had money to spare. Yeah, maybe. Um, which would shock just me. really wanted to play with Peach. <laughs> yeah, it was Peach, not Patrick. Specifically, it was Peach. Yes. Uh, G2 Esports, uh, we know this one. It's, it's the run back, baby. Same oh, team. Run. No, 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 no Caps him. is going home. That's true. Caps is going Caps home, home for the winter break. For, for the holidays. Um, but he will be back yeah. on the team, yeah. Yeah. So... Well, I don't even know what holidays there are in Europe. Aside from <laughs> pretty Christmas. sure. Is there anything going on? They celebrate Thanksgiving, too. I, I, I'm pretty sure. American Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole world totally celebrates totally Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. They, just, they just burn. <laughs> they should. They go to McDonald's and they burn a local burger. That's <laughs> throw it in a like, bonfire. <laughs> what? What do you mean, burn it? Wait, hold on. What American? <laughs> it's despite okay. us. We're here for Thanksgiving. You know what? <laughs> no, I'm saying in EU they do. He's saying that they yeah, burned no. down the local. I'm Burger making a King. joke as an arrogant uh, Nor- North American that uh, mm. all Europeans are British, first of all, and <laughs> they all care <laughs> enough about our holidays. <laughs> Wait, okay, this is even funnier because the British exactly. aren't even European right now. Oh, no, that's actually. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's incredible! <laughs> oh, we live in the oh best timeline. <laughs> Cultured Steve. We need to get you to a civic class. <laughs> can you point? Can you point to Europe on a card. map? <laughs> I know. 
I don't know if you'd get it right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the American education system. I think, uh, did we, <laughs> I think you could get Italy. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Wait, were, were you homeschooled? I think school? you could get I Italy was? right. How do you just now learning this? This is why he comes up with these crazy ideas. <laughs> Uh, ask Joshi. Uh, ask Joshi. Uh, as of even like better, a even better ago, than that he's homeschooled. And he's how I thought it. fishes uh, procreated. Now that'll be a little Easter egg for somebody. Oh my God! All right, hey, if you want to learn about this, make sure you join our Discord <sighs> and hop on in and ask Kangas yep. what the no, hell don't he's ask talking me. about. I'm not right. gonna, I, I'm too ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> well, ask us, and we're going to find out from Joshi. Don't worry. Um, let's talk about other teams, though, very quickly, or we're going to get bogged down here. Um, the Mad Lions. This team is from Spain, uh, Kangas, just so you're aware. Okay. This is a country in <laughs> Europe. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Uh, it's um, what we feel every quarterfinals, but with an S. Oh, yes. Oh, they're the mean so country. Spain. I know them. <laughs> Oh Mad Lions, we don't know anything about, but they seem to be completely revamping everything. I'm trying to move on. I don't know why I fed into this before trying to do this. This was stupid. <laughs> trying to create a great segue, and it's it's worse. Oh, it's so much better, now. though. <laughs> Mad oh. Lions seems to be fully rebuilding um, from their back office to their players on the Rift. Um, it's going to be El Yoya, and then it seems to be a very Spanish-oriented team built around him. It's going to be a ton of rookies. Uh, we don't know, I think, even who their coaching staff's going to be because that's all getting uh, completely redone. Uh, Mac may be going to another team, including potentially um, KC, which would be very cool. Um, yeah, so that's it. Mad Lions, big uh, Spanish question mark, so actually an upside-down question mark. Um, team Heretics, this one is fun. We just talked with Peter Dunn head coach of Team Heretics, or general manager. He's not really sure what to call himself. A couple of Can't weeks ago... Can't believe all the secrets about the roster he gave off the episode. It was wild. Yeah, yeah. we were sworn to secrecy, but we actually know every LEC team. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually know who the commissioner is. We know where they this live, etc. We just... The reason <laughs> Reckless is going to LCK We don't know wild. any of this stuff. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, he's actually on the run. Yeah. <laughs> Interpol wants him. <laughs> We don't, we, for the record, we don't know anything. <laughs> We're totally just goofing around. Um, we do believe that Yankos and Flacken will be back. Uh, the rumored roster kicks ass, though. We're looking at uh, a return of wonder to a Peter Dunn coached roster last together on Dignitas EU turned into Splice. Um, when Wonder first was entering the EU LCS, then becoming LEC scene. Uh, he's going to be returning to a starting position with Team Heretics. Perks will be showing up in the mid lane. Kaiser will be support. This will be three G2 legacy members all together with probably the best support since Mickey X. Uh, and then Flockhead's there, who also played on G2, but maybe not as notable. Uh, if this rumored roster comes true, this kicks ass. I'm super excited for it. I hope these players can all perform. Their pedigree is insane. The number of uh, wins between them all is second only to G2. Um, I'm super stoked for it. They just have to make it work. They are on the older side. They're all going to be very set in their ways as well. Uh, I'm hopeful that their lack of success recently for every single one of these players means that Peter and the rest of the coaching staff is going to mold them into winners like Peter has done this, before. This roster seems like the kind of roster that Vitality has been trying to put together and failing for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That this is not Vitality. Exactly. 
Now, that's my point. <laughs> it being Team Heretics isn't maybe much better because they haven't exactly set the I world on fire. I have more faith in Peter Dunn's ability to manage these kinds of legacy players than literally any everyone at Vitality combined. Do we mm-hmm. know what's happening? Sorry, this is a bit of a tangent to, to Evie then? Yeah. D- is he just going back home? I'm assuming he's, he's going, going back home. to Japan. Okay. Probably DFM again. It probably. Who, for the, really didn't have a top PCS? player, right? Let's go. I mean, he should. If he can make it, he should go to the PCS or even arguably the VS, VCS. But I I, I'm he's assuming he's probably home. language limited for those regions. He played in the LAC. I know. And he probably knew enough English to get by. Mm, I don't know. I watched some of those games for Team Heretics. I'm not sure how much communicating was going on. All right, I'm moving on. Um, Rogue. <laughs> Uh, Sugenda seems to be staying as does Larson and Comp but we have question marks in the jungle and support rumors are Marcoon uh, coming back uh, playing for Rogue by the way I'm saying Rogue this might be confusing to some people that's because Koi which existed for a year which used to be Rogue uh, that name change occurred because Ebai uh, bought in uh, he's a huge streamer um, in uh, Spain specifically. He's got some awesome streams. You should definitely follow him on Twitch if you do not. He streamed every game of his team, of Koi, uh, last year. Uh, seems to be super invested in it, but he's stepped aside uh, due to apparent conflicts between himself and the way and the people who are actually running the day-to-day operations of this organization. There's some rumors that he might actually be buying into Mad Lions, uh, who are going very hardcore now with the Spanish selection as well, so I could totally see that coming to, to fruition. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so the buyout happened, Ebuy's no longer there, and the name is reverted back to Rogue. Same organization uh, as last Didn't year under Koi, aside from by him. another org who's bringing back the Rogue name, I thought? That's what I thought was I happening. think that person bought out Ebuy, okay. but Ebuy never had, like, majority. No, it was all They had, like, the reality. brand naming rights. Yeah, gotcha. it was Infinite Reality. So I think it's just kind of like a reversion more than anything else. Interesting. Um, so we got Rogue back. Um, so we went from having Team Heretics, Hoodie Org, you know, their logo's a hood. And then we had Rogue, and we're like, oh, this is stupid. We're going to have two hood orgs. Then Koi came through, and it's like, oh, no, it's a little fishy. And now we're back to two hoodie orgs, so whatever. <sighs> yeah, but now we this have what the I OG care about. hoodie org. It's true. There's a lot of name recognition in this Rogue team, so that's cool. Uh, unfortunately, not a ton uh, with their players on the Rift. Again, it's Shigenda, but we've got the mainstay in Larson, uh, who's, I think, been on Rogue or Rogue-adjacent rosters his entire career. Is that right? I think Maybe so. Maybe a year elsewhere? No, I think he's been... He came up through the Rogue system, I'm pretty sure. All right. That's what I thought. So, I'm looking. I looked it up. He was on minor league teams, minor league teams, minor league teams, Rogue's development team, Rogue, Koi, Rogue. Cool. Yeah, so he's their mainstay. He's been around longer probably than anyone else. Um, and then we got Comp, who is a very, I think, serviceable AD carry. Uh, we don't know anything about jungle or support, but seems to be Marcoon and Zolus. I don't know anything about Zolus. Do you guys know that? I assume it's another me, um, EU Masters player. dive real fast. It's just Zazel wearing a mustache. <laughs> Uh, over in a game. monocle, man. Come on, monocle. A double mustache. I swear. Yeah, but the monocle is over the top hat. For some reason. If this player has a beard, I'm gonna just. I'm just that gonna would get be incredible. Please, please do. No, it's just all fari. No, he, he, <laughs> no. This guy is 
very French. Let's just say that. Oh no, Mazel, it's your people. Now. Yes, I know. I must know him, of course. Yeah, yeah <laughs> tell us clearly. about him. <laughs> clearly, yeah, he does like pretty French. He was there. Le Scone? I don't know. He played for I'm LDLC take a shot in, the dark. in LFL. We played for Carmine. And how would we say for 13 days? Zoelize in French. Probably in the Coup de France. Wait, well, That's also say? because. Probably Zoelise. Zoelise. Okay. That sounded real. Yeah, that seems right. Let's go there. I have no idea. All right, so I'm going to quote or Trace on this now. <laughs> According to Leaguepedia, he just signed with Carmine Corps 13 days ago. So no, I think he this played rumor... there for 13 days because there's a tournament called Coup de France. Oh. And he played for that because that was after the uh, K-Core announcement came through and K-Core players can't play in... If you're an LEC team, right. you can't have a certain amount of players play. Well, look, at, look at this guy knowing things. In non-riot competitions, yeah. <clears throat> I didn't realize he was part of that. That's I know shit, Steve. <laughs> yeah, but it's about French stuff. Come on. Whoa. All right, moving on. Oh. SK. <laughs> I'm real. Sorry, Mizelle. You're not usually here to take strays. <laughs> I would make that joke regardless. I'm, I'm not apologizing for that. Mm. Um, SK Gaming. Uh, here's a team I don't think about much as soon as the postseason rolls around. Uh, and in fact, they seem to still be irrelevant in the top lane. Um, Exakick, bot lane, and DOS 80 carry, so I probably don't need to care about them much. Um, however, rumors are that Isma, I don't know who the hell this is, is going to be stepping in from jungle. And this is the nice one, Niski may be showing up in the mid lane. I don't know how that helps this team. Niski, in my opinion, is a very good supportive mid laner, but is not the carry. And I don't think Exakick, as shown by his performance last year, is ready to be the primary carry for a playoff caliber team. So, uh, and irrelevant certainly isn't. Although he's been getting better. Last year was not a poor year. It just wasn't the best year for him. Um, I've got Team BDS. Hey, you want to talk about them a little bit there, uh... Um, uh, yeah, I know you're. I know you're just gonna throw this one to me because the roster. So, um, well, they're keeping the same thing, except Crowny is out. Supposedly, no, it's confirmed Crowny is out, but and they're bringing in? in Ice, Ice Baby, Ice Ice <laughs> Baby, who was uh, part of the Live Sandbox organization. Before he came to the MEA and played for Zero Tenacity, and I believe the British, no, Polish, Polish, something like that. I have no idea. I, I just Zero want cool. them to pick up Freeze to be a positional coach for Ice. He unfortunately, I do know this. He said today that he is going to be taking at least the first half of the next season. That makes me sad. But that would be great. Yeah. Be cool. He had they some uh, personal stuff too from the LPL. Po oh, Polish. That's the name of a player. A Polish team. Yeah. Ice Coke. Yep. <laughs> that's incredible. Big panda? Wait, what? It's got to be a big. Panda. Yeah, actually, so Ice played with a player named Hungry Panda on oh? Zero Tenacity. Okay. All right. I'm starting I, to see it. I I do want to point out. I, I every don't know. good name we hear about. Still does not compete with Otto and Phil know. from the old, old, old CLG yeah. uh, bot lane. CLG I feel like development. Can Icon team. Rise was pretty good. 
Oh, that's a good one. True. Okay. All right. I don't know. I'm, I'm holding reservations more. because I think if you're a Korean AD and you get shipped off to like a challenger league the and Polish another league. region, yeah. I, I, good luck, bud. You're good. You're going to need it. See, I just feel like more of I these players who don't have their own real brands yet should rebrand to meme names to go inside with their teammates <laughs> because what have they got to lose? I want Dayhor to actually rename to Dayman. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> He's got to be good enough, I think, still to elevated the, <laughs> the LEC. That hasn't happened recently. Uh, let's talk about some other teams, though, because there's some opportunity. Uh, team Vitality, we've got Photon remaining in the top lane. Uh, apparently, I'm seeing here that it's confirmed, but I haven't heard this. Daglas in jungle. I don't know who this nope. is. This just looks like someone who oh, fucked up trying to write Lego is the, uh, Vitality B jungler. Ah, there you go. So a little bit of an elevation there. Um, I believe Vitality sure. also elevated Let me just double their, check that real fast before their coach. Well, you already said it, man. It's set in stone, bro. I can't go back. Yeah, and he was the Vitality edit This is a live show. He was the Vitality B yeah. jungler, and he's just getting promoted to LEC. Nice. Uh, who might be here as well to join him. Uh, I think this is a pretty solid rest of the map. Vithio could be here in the mid lane, and Karzi Hillisang bot lane. Now, Karzi before just you say anything, back and forth between the teams. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this does just look like a normal team vitality roster. Uh, a mid laner who hit insane peaks and then will probably struggle to hit them again with vitality. Uh, at Karzi, just literally Karzi. I don't even have to describe like a general lady carry for vitality. It's just Karzi. Um, and then Hillisang, a very aggressive uh, support. Um, not quite the same spiel that Vitality's been pushing out down there. Uh, and these are some high caliber players who played decently well last year. I, I just, I, I wouldn't wish Vitality on VTO, Karzi, and Hillisang at all, ever. Karzi deserves it at this point, man. He went back. This is on him. I know, but I'm still, not defending like, him. <laughs> these players don't deserve the shit that is the Vitality org. That. That, that is easily like the worst run org in EU in terms of like no no in terms of like how they spoil talent. Oh, they yeah. fuck up their resources better yes. than anyone else. I think Vitality yeah, does I the least with the most every time. <coughs> <coughs> that should be a, a new award category we do at the end of the year. It's that's, just Vitality award. every that's year. Award. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could certainly the Vitality do that. award. Uh, Carmine Core, uh, last team here. It seems like we're going to be getting Cabo Shard in the top lane, which I am so excited to see him back in the LEC. Uh, I love that Wonder is coming back, and immediately one of his arch nemesis in Cabo Shard is also back in mm -hmm. the same year. Uh, big fan of that. Uh, Targamus returning as well to the LEC and staying here for a while, hopefully. And another returnee in Saken heading back into the LEC in the mid lane spot. The rumors here are Bo jumping over from Team Vitality, an upset arriving from Fnatic. Although, wait, no. He was on Vitality last year, right? I literally don't Who? remember. Upset? Upset. I don't he was I on Vitality. Say. Vitality. Yeah. Because he was in Fnatic Vitality, contract, right? or he was mm. in Fnatic jail yes. when they went and picked up... Uh, Noah. Yeah. Okay. No, because they had Reckless okay. I to start. 
and he couldn't play because they brought Reckless back. And then they were just waiting. We were everyone was waiting with bated breath for Vitality to buy him out because everyone knew he was going to go to Vitality. Bro, I just it, as soon as Vitality like comes up in any of these webs. <laughs> oh, I know. I just blank it's out. Just, I'm like, who cares? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Team irrelevant. Uh, even though he's on SK. Um, I was yeah, I was going to make that joke, but you beat me to it, damn. No, sorry, dude. It's okay. I'm, I, I'm really okay. good at those. I, I'm used to yeah, I'll set one up for you later, and then I'll just pause until you, you jump in. Yeah. Although, we're kind of done. Yeah, that's that's uh, it. GG. Uh, okay. Let's just uh, take a temperature test. Uh, Mizell. Hello. G2 is going to be first, right, in LEC? Mm. I actually kind of oh. like the Carmine Core roster if the rumors do go true. Uh, but G2 okay. will be definitely a front runner for sure. Okay, cool. I'm surprised why Carmine Core. Is it everyone aside like from Saken? Because the and, big. Uh, I think Upset and Saken will be really good. Okay, cool. I'm down. I'm down for something a little bit new. Um, all right, uh, we'll flip it on its head. Jax, you love to do this. What's the worst team in LEC looking like? <sighs> that is a hard question. There's so many candidates. Really? Yeah. Um, really? On paper, I wouldn't actually say uh-huh. it's Vitality, but it's going to be Vitality because that's the org that's running. <laughs> that's just how it works out. Um, like, <laughs> but if I was, I was, I was on paper, me. it's probably actually SK. Yeah, I thought. I think that's the clear front runner or back runner, whatever it's called. Poor Nisky. I, I know. Mm-hmm. Hey, hopefully he's getting his I, I hope he's getting paid for it. Niski deserves better. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> let's let's go with SK Some when this there. Mad Lions heaping sack of shit is just sitting right in front of us. <laughs> that, uh, you're not yeah. wrong, There's, except <laughs> SK still has DOS for some reason. My the only reason why I'm not putting Mad Lions last is Elioya is legitimately a top two jungler in the league. And I don't know yep. any of these other people. I, I, elevating I a bunch think of Elioya, after the last time he played, when you just saw him put his, he had the like look that it was just like, what have I done? Like he has the look of regret on his face. How many, how many times, how many times are we going to see that look? this season with one of his teammates just like his three lanes are going to be on fire and he's just going to be like I don't know what to do I, I genuinely don't know what to do like no they're building around him so that, they're hoping well, that he can figure that shit out when right? okay, I, building around a jungler when has that worked out tell me uh JDG no did alright um, JDG what do you mean, yeah, Shady G? They built around Kanavi? They better have. Huh? Now G is like fully built around Tarzan. That's the only I would say LNG, but even then, like, you still have a world champion. You have a two-time MSI champion. You have... I, I, I don't know. I don't think Mad Lions is looking to hit worlds this year. I... I think I they're looking really to stay think with their heads above water in the financials department, maybe. But I, I don't see this as a competing team. It's, I see this as a as a here's the thing: treading water team. Every time we see these teams bring up a bunch of new talent that we haven't seen before, 
one of those players is going to have a pop-off season. One of them is going to be absolutely the worst player in his role. Now, top lane pool in LEC is trash. Merwin could somehow... Mer, 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 I don't know. Mer, I'm going with Merwin. 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 Like, uh, no. Oh, my God. His name's Mr. Yawn. Mr. Yawn. Mr. Yawn. The first time he goes 0-5-0 against Segenda <laughs> in, like, week two, we're going to call him Mr. Yawn, so... No, yes. Mr. Yawn is go. when he goes zero 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 by the end of the game. Just doesn't and do anything. Just gets out farmed by um, his opponent, doesn't die, doesn't do anything, and it's just the most boring player on the map. That's when he's Mr. Yawn. We're we're gonna find out that his name is completely different from how we yeah, think it's probably. Oh, I just think Irwin. I just think you could take a you could take a team yeah, of Moran. the best players in Europe at this point and throw G2? them against G two. Outside of G two. Like, oh, okay. like, really like make an all-star that. team of, like, the rest of the LEC and put them against G2, and G2 wins that series in four games. Like, yeah. it's just that bad at this point. Yeah. I think EU, EU is about to hit the yeah. hardest regression we've seen a region hit after the highest highs that they could have possibly had. It's They just hit him. Yeah. We just saw Not that. a single EU. <laughs> no, it's going to get worse. It is going to get worse. I'm calling this right now. This might be my hot take of the year is LEC oh. is just going to be the biggest dumpster fire of the, uh, going to oh. be a way bigger dumpster fire than LCS who just lost two of their teams. Oh, no. <laughs> well, did you hear that's going to be good for NA? Yeah, I yeah. heard that too. I was told that explicitly. Mm-hmm. It's actually for the best. That we only have eight teams. You didn't know that. Yeah, of course. That we only have eight teams and Immortals is still in the league. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the best. <laughs> and Dignitas. That's, I should be I was going to say Immortals and, and Dig. Wait. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No. Hold up. Uh, oh, hold up a second. All right. Yeah, we need to leave before we just yeah. start flaming everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's really bad. All at once. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't want to be that negative. Not I yet. We wait till people suck. The <laughs> wait, wait till these rosters now. get locked in and confirmed, and then we can flame more. The, will yes, they get confirmed? We might. I will actually start looking up who these players are. <laughs> but I'm not doing research on someone whose name I can't figure out uh, if he's not even going to be playing the LEC. True. Like, give me some confirmation. Maybe I don't know. Do a little video about him. LEC team. I still think this is this like happens. hands down the slowest off season we've had. I, I we've had ones where we didn't know the teams Christmas Day. Yes, but not that. That's like one team that has yet to announce. We have. I I don't remember a single one where a week after rosters open that we have this few teams actually confirmed. Uh, yeah, I struggle to also think of, we got what, two teams confirmed? That's it? And not even really? It's like, yeah, no, we actually have two. We have Cloud9 and we have Immortals. Um, (laughs) That's it in the LCS. And then G2. So technically over 18 teams, we have three teams confirmed. What are you laughing about? (laughs) Just that it's Cloud9, G2, Immortals. That's the three yeah. that we know. Yeah. You know what? Actually, that is pretty right. funny. The three horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> the three, the three biggest teams. Yeah, yes, of course. The three everybody I'm like expected. sitting over here waiting for Genji uh, to announce like, their roster and stuff like that. And it's like, hey, you know, this Immortals roster that we actually know about, man, we can start and speculating they have, on this. 
they had commissioned art ready to go as yep. well. You know, like that shows a little Wait, bit of shit. Home step down is JDG's. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that that roster is just gonna implode. Holy cow! From yeah, Golden Road to LPL, uh, little little teaser, little, little LPL news. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, we're about to sign out. Yeah. Uh, Mizell, give me a hot LPL take. Well. Coach Ohm is gone from JDG, which means that since 2021, the roster that's been probably one of the most dominant in uh, LPL will be without the leader. And uh, he was actually credited by a lot of his peers and especially Tabe uh, for the preparedness that he would bring for a lot of the matchups and the best ofs. And uh, mm-hmm. he credited him a lot for the beatdown that they delivered to BLG every single time they face each other in a best of five. So it is a little bit sad to see him go, but that does just mean there's tons of changes coming to the LPL uh, in the far, far future, it feels. <laughs> bring home home. Bring him back to Korea. Please. That might Dude, imagine the, the Exodia coaches in the, in the LCK. You got... You know, coma back with T1. Coma's back with T1. You get. Fuck, we should. Don't even let the players play. Just put these guys out there. And you know what? Give them all their own PC. And I don't know, download StarCraft Brood Wars and just have them play each other. I would would love to watch, uh, like, these different pro players just have to play a game that they're not actually pros at. Like, I would love that as a tournament. I want a TFT open. I want a TFT open with all the pro players. I want that to be the all-star content. What you do is you make the the league pros play Valorant to make the Valorant pros pros play league. That would be very interesting. Who do you think is better? I think the the league pros would be better at Valorant. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which one? Yeah. I I think league players are going to win. All I'm saying is... Okay, but a lot of Valorant pros have played league. Valorant's a newer game. I would imagine there's more league players that have yet to like seriously play Valorant than Valorant players that had at least a year of their life where they significantly played league. Mm. If you want to hear us talk more about that, <laughs> you should tune in to our later off-season we'll episodes where things get that. really I mean, off the fucking rails. Also, if you have strong opinions on this, we'd love to hear them in the Discord as well. This might be what we do. We might just have a whole argue episode. That might be really <laughs> Give us something to argue um, about. But, you know, let's we'll just have a poll. Yeah, yeah. We want some topics. I mean, so send them our way. No, 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 no. Hold your thought. Hold your horses. Fine. Don't give them any that's ideas. Fine. We need fresh ideas. Fresh. I, I just wanted listeners. to go full circle with it, but it's fine. Go ahead. Do, do the outro. I'll we'll oh, save okay. it for another right. level. If you want to go full circle, bring home, home. Gen G needs a coach. He won. Worlds with Samsung White in 2014 and 2024. He could possibly win Worlds with Genji and go full circle. Just, just, I'm putting my hands in the air for this one. Mm. We're in an audio format, so I have to describe what I'm doing. Please bring him home. That's all I got to say. And Kangas and I were copying him. <laughs> I was about time. to say, but they're making fun of me. Progressively more Italian. <laughs> 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 All right. On that final note, uh, thank you guys to everyone who's listening. I hope you enjoyed our full year of um, really low esports around the globe coverage. Uh, we're now entering the silly season. We'd love for you all to keep listening. Uh, we are going to do some fun stuff. We love your participation as well. So if you want to be involved, jump in our Discord, chat with us, let us know what you'd like to see. Um, if you want to get involved even further, join us on our Patreon. Become a world-class Patreon member, <clears throat> and you'll be included in our fun off-season shenanigans. 
that's it. Give us a big old thumbs up wherever you're listening to us on. Give us five stars. I'm not even going to do anything fun with the five thing. Just give us five <laughs> stars. Come on, guys. It's, it's the holiday season. <laughs> it's got to be in your hearts. Come on. We love you, and we'll see you next bye time. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. We'll